is painful and difficult, but it's important and prophetic because of what is happening uh, in the church today. It is tragic what this Laodicean church of today has done to God and to Jesus Christ, uh, betraying Jesus Christ for a mess of pottage for 30 pieces of silver. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the reading of God's Holy Word. Thank you. As I continue to preach in your hearing, the importance of having men who understand the times and who know what to do and how to lead the people of God. As I said, I would like to end this tonight, this series. It's painful, difficult, but important. But I may not be able to turn your Bibles to First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, and of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And if there ever was a time in modern church history that we need men of God who are truly saved and who are clean-hearted and with clean hands, who understand the times, and to know what the people of God ought to do in this day and time. Always remember God has his people in every age. That time is now. To know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their commandment. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We acknowledge our weakness and even our nothingness without you. We are something with you. We're nothing without you. And I thank you for helping us to understand that. And to some of us to understand that and to realize that and to acknowledge, acknowledge that. And so, Holy Father God, we, we pray, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. 
thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And your will is being done big time. And we give you the glory, the praise, the honor, and the thanks. And Holy Father God, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings you have bestowed upon us. And Lord, I praise you and thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical uh, blessings that you have bestowed upon us <coughs> down through the years. That is my family and I trust many other families that name the name of Christ. And thank you for the many miracles that you have worked. And Lord, thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer. And Holy Father God, again, thank you for the great victory on yesterday against the devil. And... Uh, people who are demon-possessed and uh, uh, persecutors. And I thank you, Lord, for your holy word that says very clearly that your greatest enemies will be they of your own household and that a prophet is not without honor except for in his own family and his own kinfolk. And so, Holy Father God, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And what a blessing uh, it has been down through the years. Uh, because the devil is against uh, the preaching of the gospel here and has been for years. So we were not shocked. And... Uh, uh, the devil uh, is against my preaching, even the kind of preaching that, that I'm going to do tonight regarding holiness and righteousness in the church and not betraying you, as many pastors have done, many churches have done. And so, Holy Father God, uh, we individually confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, faults, and failures. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for what you did through my wife on yesterday, who is here tonight. Yet I still uh, believe that she needs to make a 100% salvation commitment to you so that she can be that way every day of her life behind the scenes in the family. 
filled with your Holy Spirit, saved by your grace, and uh, quite honestly not turn out like her mother and her aunt. And Holy Father God, I do pray. I do praise you and thank you for uh, what you did through my daughter Daniqua, my daughter, uh, my son Daniel Ezekiel, my uh, daughter Danielle, and uh, even through Danny and Danita. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would continue to lead and guide and direct and give us a sweet continual victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And so, Lord, I thank you for uh, the years of prayers and help. Lord, thank you for showing me and help other Christians to realize it's not about on-the-spot prayers that may not get it but years of daily praying without ceasing. When the devil does his strange attack, as, the, as Peter called it, fiery uh, attacks, uh, you'll be ready when it hits. Because, as the old saints used to say, we're prayed up. And it's a wonderful thing to be prayed of. Otherwise, so many individuals, so many families, so many churches are blown away when the devil does his fiery attack of persecution against you. Because it is sudden. It is quick. It is supposed to destroy you and stop you and hinder you from preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the... Uh, the plan of the devil. And so, Lord, with ease, we withstood it on yesterday and had one of the greatest services we have ever had. And so, Holy Father God, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And we pray for the salvation of our enemies, even though they may be in the family, religious but lost, and uh, I do pray, uh, uh, and I thank you that uh, for what you have done. And now, Lord, I do pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts, even tonight. Cast out the devil and the demons of hell. In the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, uh, out of my wife, Marika White, and everybody in the family who has that problem, everybody in this audience tonight uh, as well who has that problem. And Lord, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Lord, uh, it seems like a sudden storm is coming upon us. We thank you, Lord, for the rain. Thank you for the cool weather over the weekend. And we pray that you would continue to protect us all in the storm as I preach. 
And Lord, I pray that you would uh, help us all who name the name of Christ across the Southern Baptists, across the Bible community, which is close, across the National Baptists, the AME, uh, two of these major conventions are in a turmoil right now. National Baptists, we are thankful, not so much yet, uh, not so much at this time, or not so much that we know about. But the Bible church community, the evangelical community, is with still with the Ravi Zachariah situation, Southern Baptists, uh, in the words of Russell Moore, a um, nuclear bomb has gone off. And he calls this not a crisis. It's worse than a crisis. Apocalypse is what he used. And I agree. And so things must change, and they must change now. And we pray that they would. And Lord God in heaven, we pray that you would save so many of the pastors and people in the Southern Baptist churches and Bible churches and National Baptist churches because you've shown me this is the problem. We have a whole bunch of folk in these churches who are lost as we have focused on numbers for the past 50 years and prosperity. We've gathered a bunch of tares in the church who have never been saved. So, Lord, uh, this is not about, as you know, just my wife. You're, you're using me as a prophet, as an evangelist. As you use prophets and evangelists in the past, uh, using their own family, if necessary, to get the point across. Their own wives. In fact, you use one prophet, uh, and he used his wife and his children uh, as an example to explain to Israel what needs to be done. And so uh, it's painful to do that, it's not fun to do that, uh, but it's necessary. And uh, I have not done it for over 34 years, but you've given me the liberty to do it now. And I doubt very seriously, with a, as I told her, if it had not been all of, for all of the prayers over the years, and the rebuke, and not letting her have her way, and teaching her and training her uh, what you did in her heart. And we give you all of the glory, praise, and honor against a withering satanic attack uh, would have never happened. And, uh, uh, and because she acted like a saved woman on yesterday. Uh, and so I give you the glory, praise, and honor for all of that. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would uh, indeed save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving. And Lord, I pray that the people out there who will be listening in and who will spread these messages around would take the medicine. It may taste like castor's oil, which I hated as a child, and most people do hate for some reason, but it's necessary. 
And so, Holy Father God, especially for the church, and we pray that you would uh, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving around the world. And many, many people are suffering. And uh, Lord, we pray that uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, receive all glory to your name. Lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and bless us to be a small part of that. Lord, we pray that this storm would pass over where I live. We're normally the, one, the first ones to hit it as it goes east. Uh, we're the, normally the first ones to get it as it goes east. And uh, thankfully it's not as uh, intense. <clears throat> so... I'm reminded, Lord, of a song we used to sing uh, down in the church I got saved in, uh, in Mississippi. The storm is passing over. We pray that it would pass over tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, I can't sing, but allow me to try to do a little something here. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The storm is passing over, the storm is passing over, the storm is passing over, hallelujah. Man, that's been over 40 years ago since I sung that song. And uh, with with other people in a congregation. Because uh, I know some of you are saying, just go ahead and preach, preacher. <laughs> you can't sing like your dad. But anyway, the importance of having men who understand the times and who know what to do and how to lead the people of God, part four. Dr. John MacArthur said, true leadership is tested and proved in crisis. You must understand that. The real leader is the one who can handle the stress. May I add, he rises to the occasion because he's ready for the occasion because he has understanding of the times and he knows what needs to be done in his own life, in, his, in the life of his family and in the life of the people of God. And those who are supposed to be impacted by the people of God with the gospel, the government, the nation, and the world. I'm adding that. Back to his quote, he is the one who can solve the problems if the people would listen, bear the burdens, find the solutions, and win the victories when everyone else is merely flustered confounded, confused, and I'm adding this word, and perplexed. 
And that's what we have before us today, today, in this nation and in the world. We have a few men who understand the times. God has prepared them for the times. They understand the times and they, they know what to do. It's not an emergency to this man because he knows what to do. God has given, given him that ability. You cannot manufacture this. It must be given to you by God. And it is cultivated, it grows through faithful prayer, faithful obedience, faithful fear of God and respect for God. Now, let me just say this to you, because if you don't fear God, and you don't pray to God without ceasing, and uh, you don't walk with God, uh, you won't have this gift. God will grant the gift to anybody who wants it, but you must walk with him obediently, praying without ceasing, and fearing him, and respecting him to the point that there are things you're just not going to do. Dr. John Gere said about this interesting passage, this understanding of theirs was a spiritual and political prudence. They were men that knew how to time things and they understood the times. They were ready scribes, ready priests, ready prophets. Because see, if you're not ready for what's happening today, you're going to be confounded, confused, and perplexed. Like so many pastors are today, the blind leading the blind, many of them into death. Now we have the monkeypox. Driven by homosexuals. And I'll get to, to that a little bit later. And Dr. Gill goes on to say, when was the fittest opportunity to do anything? And whereas the present business was to turn the kingdom to David, they saw and so acquainted the rest of the tribes that this was the proper time to do it in. See, this is another thing about the men who understand the times. They know. They don't have to know the person. They already know the person is not perfect and has flaws because we all do. <laughs> the men who understand the times and know what to do, they can see the man who can help. It's in their spirit. God says, Anoint this man. He will do the job. He's not perfect. He is flawed like the rest of you, but he's, he's, uh, he has the anointing on him. And he is a man who understands the times and he knows what to do. So, uh, uh, I point you white Southern Baptists, as I've already told you in this series. Black National Baptists, AME. 
CBN, Billy Graham Organization. I point you to Dr. Tony Evans, who has loved you, has sacrificed uh, time and other things he could do to help you, to travel here and yon, to be with you, so that he can hug your neck and then get in the pulpit and cut you up. <laughs> he has tried to do that for years as lovingly as, a, uh, as he could. Knowing that you, peop you people are wrong and don't want to listen for 50 years or more. Oh, you need them now. And you better get a hold of them now. While he is still living. Because he's not playing. I can tell you that. You talk about, you talk about fiery trials and fiery uh, attacks of the devil. The devil came at him with both barrels. Oh, he's ready <laughs> to help you. And he's going to tell you the truth. Now, he's going to say it nicer than me. He's MLK Jr. I'm Hosea Williams. So, you know, I know, I know my role. And, uh, oh, you need to get him now. Just read the newspapers. It's all over the world. And he's been good to you, Southern Baptist, and you have been good to him. Now it's time to listen to him. Because he knows what to do in this situation. See, I don't have to know him. I know. God put it in my heart years ago. See, you don't have to know the man. You, you need to know God. And God will tell you the man who can help. Because now Saul, back to the text, was dead, and Abner, a powerful commander in the interests of his family, was also dead. And David was the most likely person to humble the Philistines, who of late had been so victorious over Israel. Besides, they knew that there was the word of the Lord. it or a prophecy that had been given out that he should be king which was known in Saul's lifetime he himself was acquainted for so said he to David I know well that thou shalt surely be king see even God will uh, tell your enemy. God will tell your enemy that you're the right one. And that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. And these men knew that the time was now come. 
and all circumstances concurring. They told Israel what they should do at this juncture. And I'm telling the people of God, major denominations of churches, what to do. And what, and I can, I can just tell you this, he would probably say the same thing. You people don't need to have a normal convention this time. It ought not to be about politics. You ought not to try to vote anybody in. Vote Jesus in. You need a whole year with, without that. And if you gather together, gather for prayer and repentance. Line up all of the preachers who have raped women and raped children and get them out of the ministry in a hurry. Or God will destroy the Southern Baptist Convention uh, more. Everybody who has ever been involved in anything, whether they've been caught by the police or not, they need to go immediately. Back to the text, I sum up the whole meaning of this passage in this observation. Those who have any understanding of prophetic times relating to the church of God and interest of Christ should inform the true Israel of God what they ought to do in them. Yes, that is right, my beloved. There comes a time when people need to be told what to do because they don't know. And as I have said, they are messing up big time. Take that over. Oh yeah. Over here. <clears throat> Thank you. And so as I get into this a little bit further, I hope to finish, but I may not. I have to take my children somewhere if the storm passes over. With all of that said, three or four nights, three or four days of explaining to you this text and also bringing out some of the things that I'm going to say <clears throat> and how timely it is. In light of all that is happening, and, and, and let me help you with something real quick that will help you understand what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans understands this. People who know the times understand this. Most pastors today don't understand this. That what you do over here impacts what happens over here. I don't know how else to explain it to you in God's economy. 
That's the same thing for an individual Christian, for a family, for a church, for a ministry. You plant evil over here and things that are an abomination to God over here. You're going to ruin it over here and it, it may, in your mind may not seem connected. So, so what I'm getting ready to say is going to blow some of your minds. Because you're not, you're not going to see the connection because you're ignorant and you don't understand the times and you don't understand God's economy and how he works. So that's why I have to say that to you. People who know God, not only the Bible, but who know God. We have men right now, men who have graduated from Dallas Theological Seminary, Southeastern Seminary, Southwestern Seminary, Southern Seminary, four of the greatest uh, theological seminaries in the world. Trying to rape women, molesting children, grooming uh, minors. <clears throat> that is in the newspaper today, is in our newspaper today. So you must understand that to get what I'm getting ready to say to you. Now God has shown great mercy and grace to us as his people but now you got pastors such as Otis Moss Jr. I mean Otis Moss III on the black side and yes the church is still divided that's another sin okay but God did not choose to destroy everything over these other sins even adultery fornication uh, 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 racism but now we got some preachers today who have been paid off. They received their 30 pieces of silver. And they dared to uh, introduce homosexuality. Homosexual marriage was not never even heard of. Into the church. Convincing pastors to let them in. They got paid a little bit too, evidently. Otis Moss III and Andy Stanley, these are the devils, that, uh, the, the people that the devil used to introduce this into the church just a few years ago. I rebuked it back then, and now look at the whirlwind. They sold it. Some pastors, hook, line, and sinker took it, believed it. Because they're more concerned about truth, uh, more concerned about church growth than church holiness. Took the money from the homosexual communities and ran with it. Preachers who used to be against homosexuality started talking stupidly, no doubt because of the money and their friends saying same. Gender loving, the devil is a lie. There's no such thing for a preacher. 
to talk like that. And so that's why we're in the mess. See, see, you don't, you don't, you, 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 since you don't understand the times, and you're the blind leading the blind, you don't understand how doing that causes a coronavirus plague that that has killed thousands, yea, millions of church folk. Including pastors and pastors' wives and deacons and trustees. This is a huge problem. Oh, but you still want to persist. Okay, here comes monkey pox. Huh? Through the same homosexuals that you have brought into the church and they can give it to everybody in your church. But yet, you still don't understand. You don't see how that will bring on a war with a man threatening America and Europe with nuclear bombs. All I say, you don't understand the judgment of God. Because see, God, he can do one thing, but, and then again, he can do several things. If you don't get the message. And we have some preachers, especially Andy Stanley, who is persisting in this and is uh, continuing on and, and is, quite frankly, hell-bent. On finishing the task to the point of telling the people of God who have always believed in the Bible to unhitch the Old Testament from the New Testament. That didn't work. And now he's doing away with the New Testament and trying to hang Jesus on the fallible pages of history instead of the infallible Word of God. So let me just share this with you. Hopefully you have the back ground of this. Let me just say this as quickly as I can. If the black evangelical Protestant Baptist church, AME church, and everybody else does not move away from such heretics from heretics such as Oldest Moss III, I believe his dad, Oldest Moss Jr., got, has better sense than this, and probably told his son after all of this mess went down, all right, boy, we don't do this, so stop it. But that was after he had already done damage, who I believe is a false prophet and a false pastor and who is a disciple of Obama and not of Jesus Christ and is one of the chosen ones to preach the false gospel of sanctioning homosexuality and homosexual marriage in the church and colluding with the government. And if the white evangelical, Protestant, Baptist, Bible, evangelical, churches, uh, if they do not move away from heretics such as Andy Stanley, who is a false prophet and a false pastor and who is a disciple of Obama and not of Christ and is one of the chosen ones to preach the false gospel of sanctioning homosexuality and homosexual marriage in the church. 
<clears throat> preacher, you, you say, preacher, why are you so focused on it? Because this is the thing that gets God upset real quick like. <clears throat> this is the thing that he destroyed two cities over. People, you get to the, you see, you get to this level in sin. God has to do something to stop you because He loves you, and you, He knows that you're going to destroy yourself and the human race because homosexuals cannot have babies with each other. Homosexual marriage in the church colluding with the government, and now. Look what has happened. Look at what these false pastors, false lying prophets, and, and God told us about these folk in the Old Testament, Andy Stanley, and in the New Testament. Look at the explosive spiritual nuclear bomb that has been the fallout. from that in this country because it is not only uh, these two. They have influenced hundreds and thousands. And let me say this uh, to Brother Ed Stesser, and I do believe he's a brother and I love him in the Lord. In light of what has happened, By your supporting and propping up Andy Stanley and his false uh, doctrines, teachings, uh, you need, and in light of the Southern Baptist, what Russell Moore called, and I agree, apocalypse. My, my, my. We, I agree with Dr. David Jeremiah about all this happening now. I never thought I would see the day. Not with the Southern Baptists. <clears throat> Hundreds of women and children have been molested and raped and the leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, and I have to say with, I have to say the same thing I have said about the Pope. Not the, the, the present Pope, but the Pope who resigned. He's already confessed. He needs to be arrested for all of the evil that's taken place in the Catholic Church against all of these victims that they're paying billions of dollars to. God's money going to victims because of the sins of bishops and popes and priests. My God help us. And now we have the Protestant church, the Southern Baptists, and you know many Baptists do not consider themselves Protestant. Just focus on that right there. Just focus on that right there.
many Baptists do not consider themselves Protestants. They consider themselves Baptists. I don't have time to explain all of that. But the Protestant church, the evangelical church, Southern Baptists consider themselves evangelical, or at least the leaders do. Now we're dealing with that. I do not think it is as bad as the Catholic Church because many of those people are lost and some are homosexuals and lesbians. Nuns have raped little girls with the crucifix of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that? Priests have homosexualized many children, altar boys. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's what the Pope told the, the bishop in uh, Russia. That's what he was referring to, I believe. Because there's nothing wrong with being an altar boy. That's a, that should be a holy thing to do, to help in the church. I believe the Pope was referring to the fact <clears throat> that Putin, not Putin, the bishop of the church in Russia was being an altar boy in the sense, and I hate to say it, that many priests and many bishops and many popes, how they see it and have seen it, that is the raping of a little boy at the altar. God help us. I can't say God forbid because it's already been done. Maybe I can say it. I, God forbid. And I believe that, listen to me, this is all revelation right here. I believe that the Catholic Church had a whole lot to do with the church also. Not only Andy standing on the Protestant side, the Baptist side, the Evangelical side, and Otis Moss III. <clears throat> they were false prophets sent out to preach that false gospel on the Protestant side of things or the Evangelical side of things. But I believe with all of my heart that the Pope and the Catholic Church had everything to do with preparing universities across the nation, the governments, uh, uh, I mean, uh, universities around the world, and governments around the world for the onslaught of homosexuality because of their evil deeds <clears throat> over the generations. And I double-dog-dad them to sue me. I, I double-dog-dad them. Because they knew that they had homosexualized so many children. Had messed so many children up. I believe that, listen to me, I hate to say it, but I believe the Catholic Church and now some uh, so-called evangelical churches, obviously from the report on the Southern Baptists that came out over the weekend, some folks trying to hide it. But you can't hide that. God's not going to let you hide that. The great Johnny. Um, Pastor Johnny, give me his last name again. He's getting it for me. And I love him as a brother. And I didn't know he did this. And then told the man, the woman's husband, I'm so told, told the woman's husband, I'm so glad I didn't consummate it. 
consummate what? She's already consummated to her husband. What? The, what? What are you talking about, Johnny? Say it again. Say it again. Johnny Hunt. That was that was sent out over the weekend to try to hide it and cover it up. And thousands of folks have, millions of folks have respected Johnny Hunt for years. But the man went into another man's house and tried to rape his wife. Members of his church. And tried to cover it up. Tried to hide it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, these are the things that are happening in the church today. And I believe, with all of my heart, it's sad to say, it breaks my heart to say it. I hate to say it. I don't want to say it. But the church is largely responsible, the church in general for the onslaught of homosexuality. Can you imagine God's people being the ones uh, producing this and promoting this and endorsing this and sanctioning this abomination? We're worst in the, the, the uh, Laodicean church. I, I double dog dare anybody uh, to successfully contradict what I'm saying. I believe this with all my heart. That the Pope and the Catholic Church prepared the governments of the world and the universities. They started teaching this in the universities. LGBT stuff plus and all that. Well, LGBT. They never said plus back in the university. Just just 20 years ago. 15 years ago. But they 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 the, the, even in Christian universities so called they were preparing the nation and the world for an explosion of homosexuality and lesbianism so look at the explosive spiritual nuclear bomb that has been the fallout from that in this country and around the world. And believe it or not, I wrote this right after the shooting of 10 black people, some of them Christians, in Buffalo. You say, now preacher, why did you, how, we, how can you get that from that? You need to be uh, talking about the racism of white people. You need to be talking about uh, uh, white supremacy. You need to be talking about how that we need to group up as black folks and Black Lives Matter and, and get some guns and go to war. No, I, see, you don't understand because you don't know. That is a symptom of the evil and the wickedness and a byproduct of the evil and the wickedness in the church. And it's going to get worse and worse. And, and I and, and let me just go ahead and say it. 
you should worry about World War Three. But in light of Buffalo, you should be worried about World War Three coming because of our sins and abominations in the church. That's happening. Right as I speak. That we have committed against God in the church and in America. But you should also worry about Civil War II in America as a judgment against the church for her hypocrisy and America for turning away from God to the point of allowing the abomination of homosexuality and lesbianism which is Satan's way of trying to turn God's world upside down into hell. And God knows it, and so God does not, he, he does not take kindly to this. There's some things that he will uh, give you more space to repent on, but not this. He'll give you a little, but not much. And God is stepping right now. Dr. Tony Evans knows this. By the grace of God, I'm going off the scene. I've done what God called me to do. I'm hoping that my daughter Danny, my son Daniel, my daughter Danita, if we don't sell BCN1 uh, for a couple of millions of dollars to go ahead and, 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 and get my plane tickets and help me move on over. And the children who want to stay here, they can stay. It's their choice. They're all grown now. I thank God for the privilege of raising them, but I got God is leading me to move out of this country before it is completely destroyed. And I believe that once I leave, it will be totally destroyed. I really believe that. It's on the way now. Or you think you're not. No, I'm thinking, I'm, I think that I'm Daniel White III. <laughs> and I know how God operates. Because I know God. And he does not play. And so, I didn't put it in my heart to leave. I love living in this country. I told my daughter, Danny, I love living where I'm at. I love it. Peaceful and quiet. Probably the quietest, most peaceful place on earth, on the, the, the hill that I live on. At night, peaceful. In the middle of the day, peaceful. Don't hear anything. Don't see anybody. I live around people like me who are introverted. We don't be getting outside too much and, and come 8 o'clock at night, especially by 9, ain't no, 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 nobody on the street corner, man. Nobody walking around. When our family and I got to go out and get some Stevie at night and nobody in the neighborhood is out. I love it. But, uh, you know, and, and, and it's not because of these people. It's because of these pastors, these false prophets and false uh, pastors. Like Otis Moss III and Andy Stanley. So I, and I, have, I got to say it like this so nobody can say, oh, you're racist. No, I'm not. I'm talking about black and white false prophets. 
Dr. Tony Evans is not going to say this. He has a different calling. But I'm going to say it because we, you have messed us up. You have messed me up. I warned you for 12 years. Do not do this because you're going to mess up my wonderful life that God gave me. Right around the corner from H-E-B grocery store. Right around the corner from uh, Kroger's. Not even a mile. Right around the corner from Walmart. Within a half an hour, I can get to tra Trader Joe's. Evidently, you know, you, you know, I mean, you know uh, evidently that I, I like to eat. That, that's one of the, my great celebration moments. Whole Foods, you done messed me up. Huh? You're messing me up. We can't even get some things. I, I predicted this. Everybody in this room knows I predicted this. Thousands of people around the world know that I predicted this over and over again for over 12 years. Don't mess me up. And you have messed me up. There are things we can't even get. Now in the little town that I'm living in, you say, where is it? So I can come and kill you. I'm not telling you. I got enough people trying to kill me now. I, I have to give kudos to the Walmart. I don't, know if I, I don't know. I don't know if they're getting a subsidy from the government or what. But they're keeping the prices down low. I have to give some kudos to H-E-B. The prices are higher. But they're keeping stuff stocked. You can go get some chicken for a halfway decent price. In fact, they had some chicken on sale the other day. I said, on sale? Doing this? That's glory. I mean, uh, right now, I can't give too many kudos to Kroger's because they high. I, I never thought I would see the day, Dr. David Jeremiah, I never thought I would see the day that chicken wings would be $25. A package of, I said, what? Mm -hmm. Buddy, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Both false prophets are bad. Otis Moss Jr., uh, Otis Moss III, bad for the church. Andy Stanley, bad. And all of the people who follow them. Andy Stanley was trying to use other preachers to preach his messages. To bring homosexuality into the church. Lying to the people saying, God always whispered. At sexual sins. But he spoke loudly about other sins. And I'm saying. Have you people. And got other little puppets. Greer. Litton. Litton. Preaching his. And others. Preaching his messages. That he wrote. From hell. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen such betrayal. Before. Well, you're delegating your ungodly messages through other preachers, and I'm shocked at Greer. I'm not shocked at Lytton. He'll read in this this man here. He read the 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 introductory remarks that all preachers have. All you know, they have their own introductory remarks. He read Andy Stanley's introductory remarks. I 
I mean, stuff like, how y'all doing today? Come on, man. Doggone it. <laughs> the Lord's going to bless us today. You don't say what the man said in his own church pulpit. You know that's of the devil. And I, and I, I preached them down by the grace of God. I preached them out of the Southern Baptist presidency. I preached them out of it. And I don't mock people, but it sounded like that. I said, as soon as he started talking about, you know, we must operate by integrity. I said, look at this. I said, now you don't have an ounce of integrity. And you want to try to leave the Southern Baptist Convention? And I said, you're making everybody in the Southern Baptist Convention uh, look bad. About listening. And evidently, the Southern Baptist folks said, no, you can't continue. You need to go ahead and resign on your own. Because he told us to fire you. You better thank God we didn't fire you. Because that's what I said. I told him to fire. Fire this man. Dr. Tony Adams is not going to deal with that. He's not going to say that. It's not in him. But I will say it. And have said it. And I thank God he resigned under pressure. Tell me he's going to. Focus on helping black men. We don't need your help, man. If you read somebody's sermon to the point of reading his introductory remarks, are you crazy? That's ridiculous. That's the, that's beyond uh, plagiar- plagiarism. <clears throat> We're not even dealing with plagiarism. We're dealing with stupidity to do something like that. You don't know what to say at all. You want to say his introductory remarks. Because and, and because Andy Stanley probably told you, just say what I said. There's everything, everything I see you, you say the same exact thing. And I, I am, I am highly disappointed in Greer. Greer is a ten times better preacher than Andy Stanley, who's a volunteer who's never been called. Greer's been called by God, and he's—I don't know how much money they paid Andy paid these people. And I know you all are trying to stop me, trying to use my family against me and all kinds of stuff, especially you pastor's wives. I know you're trying to stop me because you're the ones who said to your Ahab husband, Jezebel, let the homosexuals in. One of them is my hairstylist. Let's show love to the homosexuals. Yeah, they can come in to visit. They can't become members. That's all I'm saying. They, they can come in and get saved and repent of holding hands with another man, a man holding hands with another man. You can come all day long and do that. But you can't be members, therefore having all the rights and privileges in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm looking at the lights. I'm, I, I want them, I'm waiting for them to say amen. Amen, preacher. Have you people lost your righteous minds? Huh? Okay, but see, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. <coughs> You can get mad at me <clears throat> and try to kill me like somebody did the other night. You can hate me, persecute me, try to use my own children against me all you want. I'm not going to stop preaching this until God says so because I know the times. We're in a mess because of this foolishness. And if the church 
does not repent and get rid of these false prophets and these false pastors. And by the way, I said this before, I'm going to say it again. We have far more false pastors than false prophets. And we have very few false, uh, we have very few prophets to even be false. And I'm not mad at anybody. I love everybody. But I have to do what God has led me to do. Because some of you pastors, you don't know the times, and you are, you are ignorant of what these false preachers are doing. And they have deceived you, they have cooked you like the proverbial frog in the pot. So you're following the blind, and you're blind. Both false prophets are bad for the church, for America, and for the world. But sad to say, Andy Stanley is the worst and the most dangerous between the two because once the Supreme Court sanctioned homosexuality and homosexual marriage, Dr. Otis Moss III stopped pushing it. He had enough sense to shut up with that mess that he helped Obama get through in the black community with that foolishness that he was preaching. He probably took his 30 pieces of silver and said, I, I got my money, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna keep doing this against God now. My daddy told me, I got you, we, knew, we don't do that as black folk. <clears throat> they tried to put monkeypox on Africa, they tried to put monkeypox on the monkeys. Right now, monkeypox is not in Africa. It's in Europe. And it's in America. And it's in Australia, where all the white folks are. Because, listen to me, you can try to put this nasty stuff on black folk all the time, homosexuality, and we got some uh, homosexuals in the black community, sad to say. But this is mostly white folks doing this foolishness. It's not in Africa. It may get there. But most of the African countries, in law, you can't do that there. You, you can do what you try to do it, but uh, according to the law, you can't do that. Is on the books. I hope they never change. But evidently money can make you change. And get you into trouble. Uh, and the Stanley continued pushing it. And was driven by the devil to try to unhitch the Old Testament from the New Testament. And lately he has tried to gut the New Testament. God forbid. And hang Jesus Christ out on fallible records of history. <clears throat> Instead of the infallible word of God. The Holy Bible. Which Christians have relied on. For over 2,000 years. relied on for over 2,000 years 
he has been featured recently, even this past week, in Church Leaders Magazine by Dr. Ed Stetzer, who knows better. of Outreach Magazine, former writer for Christianity Today. He works at Church Leaders. And I want to say to Dr. Stetzer, as I've already said to you directly in an article, if you are going to persist and supporting and propping up Andy Stanley, who is a heretic. You need to resign. You need to shut down church leaders. You need to shut down uh, Outreach Magazine. And another reason why you ought to do so is because, probably because of your uh, Church Leaders magazine, which I, I admit is well done, and no doubt the largest magazine out there over Christianity Today, over Christian Post, over Cross, uh, Crosswalk, and all these magazines are well done. Even over our magazine, BlackChristianNews.com. You've done a wonderful job with the mechanics of all of that. But evidently, it has not helped church leaders. Look at what we are dealing with with the Southern Baptist Convention, which many of them subscribe to church leaders and outreach magazine. It has not helped. It's not having a good impact. And so, uh, if you're going to do those two things, not have a good impact, and support a heretic, and, probably, and, see, and the reason why it's, that's, it's not working, because your friend, and a man I highly respect as a holy church man, like you, uh, you're a man that I don't think, you're, I don't think you, you guys are on that list. I don't think you're on that list because you have better sense than that. I don't think Russell Moore is on that list. But as he said, this is an apocalypse. This is your friend. This is an apocalypse for the Southern Baptist Convention, the largest convention, uh, uh, Bible, a Baptist, evangelical, Christian uh, denomination in the world. You need to quit it. Shut it down. Let it rest for a year. And then come back as church servants. With no emphasis on coddling wicked evil pastors. And no emphasis on church growth. Because it has driven people crazy. Pastors crazy. They accept anybody. A rose coming to the door. Rose you are now a member. We're glad to see you. I'm glad to have you. Cat, count them as a member as well. Just anything goes. No, it's not. Can't, it cannot be about church growth. 
God will grow his church as he sees fit. Ed Stetson, you know, if you're born again, which I believe you are, you don't understand the miracle of salvation. I got saved these from the 19th, 1979. I don't understand the miracle of salvation, nor does Russell Moore. It's a God thing, man. That's a God thing. So trying to manufacture church growth has caused the church to this point, and you have been a part of that, to invite homosexuals to become members of the church. And you and others use this logic of, well, you cannot win people to the Lord and fight against them at the same time. Nobody's fighting against them. You just need to understand once you get saved, you need to repent of your sins and you cannot be a member holding hands with another man and, 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 and in the bed with another man and all of that. Nor can you do that uh, if you're an adulterer or an adulteress. Isn't that right? It's that's a... Huh? Uh, uh, you can't do that. Fornicators, drunkards, cannot be members of the church. They can come. So that hopefully they'll get saved and hear the word of God and repent. But they can't be members. And they're doing that. You cannot, you don't have the right to do that. This is not your church. It's it's Jesus' church. They are welcome to come and hear the gospel and get saved and repent of holding hands with a man. A man holding hands with a man. Women holding hands with a woman. Transgendered. Want to work in the nursery. Uh, See, this is when I'm getting ready to say some things that... My evangelical brethren and sisters don't want me to say. So out of respect for them, I won't say it. Church leaders, Andy Stanley, put in church leaders. And so therefore he has demonic influence on both the white church and the black church. There are many black pastors who follow Andy Stanley. My daughter Danny told me that her pastor, he's black, he follows Andy Stanley and believes this demonic philosophy that homosexuals can be members of the church. Hopefully he has repented of that, but I doubt it. And so if you want to blame some so-called church leaders as to why the church is under the rebuke and chastisement of God with this coronavirus plague of long continuance and a host of other things such as a war that is threatening to destroy America and Europe with nuclear bombs All this is connected even though you can't see it. Because you don't know the times. I don't have to talk to Dr. Tony Evans. I know he understands it. Because I know in my spirit from God that he understands the times. Does this mean that he's perfect? No. Does it mean that he's not flawed? No. I'm not telling you to listen to Jesus in this uh, situation here. I'm telling you to listen to a man who loves Jesus and who walked with Jesus. 
since you won't listen to Jesus. So-called transgender men running against and fighting against women and beating them. School boards and schools are in an uproar over the abomination of homosexuality. Why is that? Andy Stanley, why is that? Huh? I, I, Andy, I believe that you're lost and on your way to hell. No saved person would have done what you're doing. You lack understanding. You don't understand the times. Uh, you're being used by the devil to destroy the church. I know you don't understand what's happening. You don't see this connection. I'm going to tell you why. The school boards in the schools, full of lost people. Guess what has happened, Andy? I know you don't see it, but here's the deal. They don't know what's going on. Do you hear me? They don't have a clue how we have gotten to this point where the school board has authorized the homosexual books, transgender books, in the school library. <clears throat> Andy? You don't even understand it. You don't understand, uh, uh, Andy, how, and they don't understand how men dressed up in wild female dresses, wanting to read to our children, transforming their minds into being homosexual, uh, transgendered, non-binary devils. Starting in elementary school, Andy Stanley, on his March the 3rd, you say, preacher, you're preaching like this is your last time. It may be. I have many enemies. Some in my own family. My son and I were in the car the other night. A man tried to kill us. Things have been set up to as pretexts. And and God is the only one who has protected me. Uh, something came to pass yesterday that God told me was going to happen over a year ago. In fact, almost two years ago. Because God has some men who understand the times. And God will tell you what other evil people in the family, outside of the family, are plotting and planning against you way ahead of time. And what's sad about it, your friend and mine, Andy Stanley, Dr. Michael Brown wrote a heartbreaking article. Because you know the people in the public schools, the parents who have children in the public schools, uh, public schools that they believe in so much, their tax dollars pay for, and they love. They move to a community to have their children in a certain public school. It's the American way, Andy. But here's the deal. They don't know what's happening. Seriously. They have no clue. Stuff that I have been warning the church about for over 12 years, and America about, and the world about for over 12 years, specifically preaching every day of my life, for the most part, trying to warn people. 
they don't understand it. They, they don't know where this came from. This transgenderism and the school in cahoots with the devil and homosexual groups. This is all concerted and plotted and you are part of it. See? And what are they doing in the elementary schools and middle schools and high schools? These people do not care for these children. They are telling children that you could be a cat and here's your litter box over in the corner. A boy can wear a skirt to school and go rape your daughter and they think it's all right. Let me just help you. Now, see, let me help you. You understand? As a father, let me just say this. God help me to say it right. Lord, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'll be ready to kill somebody. I would. You know it, Lord. If that happened to my daughter. And it can happen to anybody's daughter now. Because, Andy, because of you and Otis Moss Third and Obama and all of your cohorts and friends and lying devils. A man can go into the bathroom with a skirt on six foot six and rape your wife and rape your daughter and hold them hostage because he had a notion that he's a woman. Right now, Andy, huh? You didn't know all this was going to happen, did you? You thought that, you know, the church uh, is, it was, you know, this is another sin. Go ahead and let the homosexuals in. We got adulterers and adulteresses. Let them in too. And it'd be fine. That's what you thought. You thought wrong. Because watch this. Some students who refuse to call a boy or a girl by their chosen pronouns. You know, isn't it interesting that pronouns, we never thought that pronouns would mean anything in the future when we learn about pronouns. Some of us still don't understand the pronouns. We never thought. In the words of Dr. David Jeremiah, I, I, I never thought I would see the day that you are going to tell me what your pronouns are and I must call you by your pronouns and you are a boy or a man and you want me to call you she and her. Negro, you've lost your mind. I almost said another word, but my sweet evangelists don't want me to say that. Oh, Lord have mercy. Negro, you have lost your mind. That's why I won't call you. Oh, but listen to me, oh, Andy. Look at, look, look at what's happening. Well, you can't be in a public school system without honoring this, mm, this, this bullshit. Andy, Evangelicals, please forgive me, but things are so bad. You've made things so bad. I got to say something to help you understand what in the world is going on. I didn't cuss. I'm in control. The Holy Ghost is in control. He's God's not gonna let me say anything like that. <laughs> you hear me? You can't be in a public school. Can you imagine being a teacher who studied? four years, six years, 
to be a teacher. That's their calling. Can you imagine a police officer? That's their calling. They got to memorize what to call you. Negro, you've lost your mind. Uh, if I say, yeah, I'm looking at you, you're a boy. And you don't rob the bank. And you turn around and tell me, my pronouns are she. Boy, uh-uh. See, you better thank God I'm not a police officer. Oh, uh, God didn't call me to be a police officer. Because I wouldn't take this foolishness from you people. I'm a she and I'm a her. And then the other pronoun is uh, uh, by or something. I mean, you got to be. It's, it's, and, and, and with a straight face, you go to a meeting in these public events. May God help you. Anything going on in the world today, Andy? Otis, look what you have done. They got a name thing on their shoulder, and the name is uh, Susan. He's a man, though, and his pronouns are she, her, and monster, or what? I don't know. Sometimes she, her, sometimes both. I don't even pay attention. I mean, I don't even know. But anyway, Andy, there are students who have been accused of sexual harassment and have been suspended from school because they refuse to call a, call a boy or a girl the pronoun that they chose with the help of the devil. I told you I might not finish this. I want to finish it so badly because I don't want to deal with this anymore. The country is in an uproar about men using women's bathrooms. And now Disney, which used to be a friend to the family, I thank God before all of this mess you brought on us, Andy. And Otis and, and your friends and Obama, who knew better, he, he comes from Africa. We don't play that as black folk. He was propped up to do that and to bring the black folk along because they were so happy to have a black president. But when the Supreme Court passed this demonic foolishness, it was 99% white folk out there in front of the Supreme Court. And I ain't mad at nobody because there's some black homosexuals too. But I, I'm thankful to God that my little children, we were able to trust Disney. Now they did a few little, little things we didn't like, but we could basically trust Disney. We watched some great Disney films back in the day. But now they have turned against the family. They have turned against the church. They used to have decent programming. They have turned against the family. They have turned against the church. They have turned against God. Promoting homosexuality. So-called transgenderism. Which is really not a thing. 
you you have made it into a thing you false prophets and you false pastors and you blind leading the blind pastors <coughs> I think this is the I think this is the first maybe second third generation of preachers I've never seen so many preachers follow somebody I was so pleased to see a, a son of a great preacher, and I'll tell you who he is, Dr. Tony Evans' son, Jonathan. He's not following anybody on whatever I looked at. It was us, Twitter or Facebook. He's not following anybody. Now, he should follow his dad, but he's not following anybody. As a preacher of God, you don't need to be following. Let me say this in a double negative so you can get it. Nobody. Blind leading the blind. That's what's wrong with the many pastors. They, they follow everybody. They want to be on everybody's platform. They want to make sure they, they're invited to this and that. And y'all go around in circles like in a cesspool of doo-doo and foolishness. It's disgusting. It's, uh, you want to be accepted by everybody, all the preachers. You want to get in your little pecking order and all this. And y'all follow. Y'all do the same thing everybody do. What is he doing? Okay, I guess I'll do that in my church. God didn't call you to do that. Stop following these people's blogs. There was a pastor who had this kind of authority, kind of influence rather, like Andy Stanley does. And, and he he just had a huge following on his blog. And, you know, he would come up with sweet little wonderful evangelical things. They're so cute and so sweet. And, and, and lo and behold, uh, his son committed suicide. All I'm saying is, and that's a tragedy, and I love the brother. He's a good brother. But... Uh, you don't need to be following anybody. You need to follow God. Again, a student has just been charged with sexual harassment because he won't call people by the pronouns they want him to. Not to mention, again, now a possible civil war too. In fact, Former President Trump just uh, retweeted somebody saying that World War II is coming. He should not have done that, but he did. And I believe that. And some of you black folks talking about, I'm going to give me a gun. They already have guns, man. Don't be stupid now. We don't need a Civil War II. And leave me out of it. I'm for peace. Don't don't engage. Don't don't put me in it, because I am not interested in that at all. On top of that, half the country is on fire again, and babies don't have formula to drink. You, you see, understand? You don't see the connection, do you? Huh? Moss, you see it, don't you? Doctor Tony Evans knows all about. It. It's all connected. See, he knows his Bible. He knows his Bible. I don't have to talk with him, but I know this. And he see, and he knows God. See, that's the key thing. Dr. Tony Evans, using his own words, understands the 
that when you sin against God and you are persistent in your sin against God and you're not willing to confess your sins and repent to use his terminology and it's deeper than what I can go God be looking for the exits that's what he said that's what he said and what he means is you're not walking with God anymore and there's no fellowship between you all So, if that is happening, you cannot know what's happening. So, ladies and gentlemen, so so called, blame so called church leaders. who are led by the devil. That's not sweet evangelical talk. That's not, that's not, uh, you know, what they teach us in the cemetery. But I'm telling you the truth, people. These people are led by devils to do this. No, No Christian in their right mind would allow homosexuals to marry in the church of God and yea, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So blame such church leaders as Andy Stanley and Otis Moss III, and you need to get away from them. That's why I'm warning you. Most of you are not. And I, and I asked uh, Dr. Um, Stetz, sir, I asked him. This is the first time I re- I've had this thought because of how he carries himself. And for him to be so hell-bent on bringing us into the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the first time I asked him, is Andy Stanley a homosexual or bisexual? Because he's been persistent on this demonic cause for many years. And uh, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted at the influence he has upon people like Dr. Stetzer and Dr. Greer. And if you two would move away from him, his house of cards would fall. But much damage has already been done. And if you're not going to move away from him, shut down church leaders. Resign from your position. You cannot be a church leader believing this and supporting this demonic, foolish heresy that Andy Stanley has put out. So to the pastors and people who have followed them into this dark confusion and hellaciousness, I speak to you as well. (coughs) Pardon me. Where the church could have by the grace of God, kept. They were here. We knew they were here. But see, the church is salt. You preserve. And we we did it for many years, and we didn't have this mess that we have now. Crazy mess that is gender-bending, mind-bending foolishness that's destroying our children. In the church, Dr. Michael Brown said, you know him, don't you, Andy? 
You know Dr. Michael Brown, he lovingly rebuked you years ago. He showed you great love and respect, but he rebuked the daylights out of you. I was right there with him. But he wrote a letter recently that was heartbreaking. He wrote an article recently, heartbreaking. We made it a permanent fixture on our new site, BCNN1, because he brought it home. He brought it home by saying that the children in the church are coming home. They went to school one morning as a boy, came home as a girl. Went to school as a girl, came home as a boy. The devil is a lie, Andy. Where the church could have kept the homosexuals and their LGBTQ plus legions of demons in the closet. And see, this is one another reason why I need to move to another country where they have it in the Constitution that you cannot commit these abominations here. It is because somebody is going to bring up some trumped up charges against me and put me in jail for preaching God's word. That's going to happen. So I ask again, Christian Post, buy our site, BCNN1. I've done all I could do to help save the church and the country. And you people are not going to repent. Not you all, but the people. Because I want you to buy the site. I'll accept 2.5 million so I can live. My children have the choice to go or stay. <clears throat> They're grown now. I thank God for the privilege of raising my children. That's a privilege and that's a blessing. And in my case, I raised them by myself. My wife is here. She's helping me in the ministry tonight. Uh, but she was not a good woman, not a good wife, and not a good mother all of those years. Uh, the children are still, as they have gotten older, are trying to, they still want a mother. And they're still trying to love their mother. And that's good. But I raised these children by myself, and, and it's one of the greatest privileges of my life. <clears throat> but in the words of Bishop Daniel White, Jr., my dad, I've got to get my hat. I have to get my grip. Okay? And so if uh, Christian Post, and they're the only ones I can trust to buy it, I'm sure church leaders, they have the money, but I can't, they need to, they need to close it down. Uh, Christianity Today, uh, you know, they, they have been tainted uh, by Stetzer, and so they won't be interested. Things are not what they used to be, folks. Dr. Tony Evans, you've already helped us with thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars down through the years. You and your wife by yourself. And me and my family. And I thank the Lord for you. But uh, if you can get me about here, I would appreciate it. Because what's going to happen to me, preaching like this, I am going to 
be put in jail or put in a grave. They're homosexuals who would love to kill me. <coughs> there are uh, women who would love to kill me. Pastors' wives. And I don't put it past anybody setting up that kind of thing. I might have a fam family member too who would like to do that. Because they are uh, homosexuals themselves or lesbians themselves. Okay, so uh, help me out, folks. Uh, people don't want to hear this, but I'm preaching this one last effort to get the church to repent. And oh, what, what a weekend to do this. Johnny Hunt. Another passed up in India, grooming a girl and took her virginity away as a teenager, finally resigns. A guy, graduate of Dallas Theological Seminary, uh, uh, everybody thought he was so great. He worked with hundreds of Southern Baptist churches. The Southern Baptists had to pull their contracts because he committed adultery on his beautiful wife. And uh, he had to resign from that organization that he created now is kaput. And then, just today, uh, Ravi Zacharias, the judge said, All donors, so if you donated some money to Ravi Zacharias, you can sue the Ravi Zacharias ministry and get your money back. Thank God I didn't have any money to give to him. But I did. I liked him. I liked. I liked the way he presented things. And I'm also said all of the Southern Baptist pastors, Bible pastors, evangelical pastors who went down to his little whorehouse, they need to admit it. Uh, called a massage parlor. They need to admit it, and they need to resign. Don't let him just suffer by himself. Now, you did evil too. You took him up on his. His little invitations. You knew all about it. And you didn't say anything. And you stood with them. You had to. Because you were guilty too. Now all hell is broken loose. Because of what. So called church leaders have done. In allowing homosexuality and homosexual marriage in the church. And the poor secular lost community is fending for themselves against this onslaught of the demonic abomination of homosexuality and so-called LGBTQ plus legions of demons run amok who have colluded with the government to sanction homosexuality, homosexual marriage, and the homosexual agenda in the church. And the church is nowhere to be found and has no power to stop this chaos. <clears throat> so thank you in a negative way, Andy Stanley and Otis Moss III and all of your blind followers and other preachers and church folk who have followed you into this dark hellish hellishness on earth. 
That is why thousands of church folks have died because of you. Pastors and pastors' wives, bishops, priests have died because of this foolishness allowed in the church. Another thing that Dr. Tony Evans knows and I know and you don't is accumulation, the effect of accumulation of sin and how God deals with it. Uh, I don't know why some of us don't understand God, but sometimes God gets tired. Jesus Christ said, because I love you in the book of Revelation, because I love you, I rebuke you and chastise you. That is why thousands of churches have closed down and cannot meet because of the evil you have done. It's raining still right now, and so uh, we can't go anywhere anyway right now, so allow me to finish. And so my humble and sincere advice is that all major evangelical, Protestant, Baptists, Methodists, charismatic, etc. organizations such as the Baptist, Southern Baptist Convention. By the way, I, I wrote this about over a week ago. And how prophetic it, how prophetic it is. The Southern Baptist Convention, the National Baptist Convention, USA, uh, USA, Christianity Today, Church Leaders, Liberty University, CBN, The Christian Post, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, etc., ought to consult with Dr. Tony Evans until he leaves this earth as long as he is healthy enough to do so for a yearly consultation fee on many major decisions of your organization. Major decisions only, not minor decisions. Don't bother him with that. Particularly regarding race, regarding the abomination of homosexuality and politics. Mind you, this is not to have thousands of Individual pastors trying to call him as they are trying to do. He can't take that now. But rather have him consult with the uh, so-called leaders of these large Christian organizations. About any major decisions that you are about to make. And whatever he tells you to do, you need to do that. It is time out for you to stop after 50-something years marginalizing Dr. Tony Evans with some of you saying he is too black for whites or he is uh, too white for blacks kind of foolishness. It's time out for that. 
And I've heard these things for years. The man has been, by the grace of God, lovingly warning you for the past five decades. All of the groups that I have mentioned. And more. And you people have not listened all of these years. And that is why we are in the mess we are in today. The Bible tells us in 1 Chronicles 12.32 that there are men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. I am sure there are others, for God has his 7,000. I don't know many. I'm just telling you about the two I know, me and Dr. Tony Evans. That's all I know. I, I, I believe maybe Dr. David Jeremiah, maybe, I don't know. Dr. John MacArthur. I, I just have not seen many. I have not sensed many. And this is something that you will know if you know uh, God. But when I look over the landscape besides myself, Dr. Tony Evans, along with maybe a few others, and don't be surprised at that because we are living in the last days. I'm just telling you, what we're going through really does not have it. I'm just telling you, yes, it is a part of everything leading up to the second coming of Christ, but this is direct punishment for our demonic foolishness in the church. So you can, you can, you know, go around saying, well, these are just the last days, and I guess Jesus is coming back soon. Well, I, I hope you're coming back soon, but I, I'm telling you, and Dr. Tony Evans will tell you the, the same thing, what God is trying to get you to do in the church today is confess your sins and repent. Get your heart right, stop having side pieces, calling yourself a preacher and a Christian, and stop your swinging and you're whoring around. People who are saved and love God and fear God, they don't do that. Be precisely because they fear God. You understand? I can't explain it any further than that. Maybe he, I know he can. He has more education than I do. He can explain it to you now. And so, as I was saying, along with a few others, are the only ones who are walking with God in such a way that they know what time it is and know what to do. See, it's not enough to know what time it is. We've got people who talk about how, what time is on it, but they don't know what to do. Uh, that, knowing what time it is is, 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 is important, but it's, it's, it's not. If you don't have a solution... <coughs> God is leading me to tell you people this. You need to consult with this man of God who has shown that he loves you. Over the years. He's been over backwards to help you white folks and black folks. Now the man does not even know me. But God touched his heart to help me in the ministry when he didn't know what 
how God was going to use me. You know why? Because God told him. And I'm shocked that his wife wrote the checks. Neither one of them know me. We've never met. We've never communicated. But God told that man, help this brother. Just like I'm doing right now, God told me to do this. I could just promote myself. Regarding the times and what to do, I know just as much as he does. But I believe that you can take him better. So let me just say that. You people, as groups, act like you do not know what you ought to do. And you have made a mess of things. By the grace of God, I know what you ought to do. And have tried to tell you, through my preaching and through Black Christian News... Com over the past 12 years. It's all recorded. Uh, we all, uh, hundreds, thousands of podcasts and videos, they're out there. It's all recorded. And you have not listened. But you should, I mean, Dr. Tony Evans is not shocked that you didn't listen to him. I'm not shocked you didn't listen to me. Uh, see, you, gotta, you must understand. Once God gives a man of God an assignment, what's important is that he does the assignment. You understand what I'm saying? That's where you get your peace from. Not whether or not you respond uh, uh, properly. Not whether or not you like it or hate it. That does not matter. I have done what God called me to do. And in the words of my dad, Bishop Daniel White Jr., I need to get my grip. I need to get my hat. And if you love God, you love Jesus, and you love me, help me to go ahead on and leave this country that I love. You wicked people have already taken so much from me. I go to the grocery store, and I see wings for going on $25. you You mess me up. Everything's going up. Then they don't even have stuff. Then you don't even trust some of the stuff that they keep out there longer than what they used to. You know what I'm talking about. And then they got a little happy face on it. Smile. Two dollars off. No, I don't want that. We had it good. May I say that? Oh yes, until you brought this mess into the church. We had it good in America, Jack. Oh yes, sir, buddy. Oh, yes, sir, buddy. You hear me? God had blessed us with great mercy and grace. He should have cast us all into hell, but we had it good by his mercy. Before you brought this doggone mess into the church, Andy Stanley, Otis Moss, and all of your follow- blind followers, we had it good, man. God was, I mean, I mean, so, man. Living in a small town and got five to ten grocery stores to go to. And get cheap food, good food. Gas was not a problem to get there. Hmm, have you noticed every time you turn around, every time you try to go somewhere, you better check that gas tank because you know. <laughs> you understand me? Because you, especially if you're black, because we don't, we don't do like our white brethren. Whenever they go to the gas station, they load up. No, it doesn't matter. Hundred dollars. <laughs> 
No, see, we have a set amount of, in our mind that we're going to put in the tank. Always. Set amount. Unless we're taking a trip. And, and, and we got the cheap gas price we had before. But just get around town and work, we got a certain amount. It used to be $5 back in the day. Now it's got to be at least 10 to go down the street. Let me wrap up. And what I'm saying to you is you should be able to take Dr. Tony Evans better than me. Since he has a pastor's heart along with a prophet's heart and an evangelist's heart. And stop getting offended at Tony Evans when he preaches things that I preach. Not that, not that he's copying off of me, he's getting it from the Lord. But it's similar. Because you want him to be the little uh, uh, fuddy-duddy pastor who lets you have your way and, and, and lets you do your evil. He's not going to do that. He can't. You ever mad at him because he's not saying the things like you want him to say it. He's saying it too close to somebody crazy like Daniel White III. He's not getting anything from me. I'm not getting anything from him. We don't do that. People who, are, who know God for themselves and walk with God, they, we don't have to do that. But it's going to sound similar. Some of you women are mad because Dr. Tony Evans... Is, is, is telling men that you need to be the head of your household according to the word of God. Man up. And women, you need to submit to your husbands. You want him to do the sweet little evangelical syrupy foolishness that's got us into the mess we're in today with everybody in the church almost getting divorces and being remarried. And now we have a ministry called Divorce Care. We've made something that God said in the Old Testament he hates. Jesus said it was not so in, from the beginning and you are living in adultery if you get a divorce, and particularly in America no fault uh, and marry somebody else. You're living in adultery. I would not do that. I thank God my wife and I have not had a great marriage but I thank God we have never gotten a, a divorce. And she, she can, she, uh, yesterday, uh, her mother-in-law, my mother-in-law came down here and tried to put some heat on her and so forth and so on. She could have left very easily. But she told her mother, who is divorced and all of that, Mommy, I'm going to do it God's way. My husband told me before we got married. That we do it, we're going to do it God's way, no way. We're not going to do it like your family, because your mom and daddy, your daddy, mama divorced, your aunties divorced, your brothers divorced, everybody in your family is divorced. Some are remarried, living in adultery. And my family, we had a hellacious marriage family. Thank God they stayed together, but it was hellacious. And my mother ran the show. You wouldn't be running the show here. So whenever you feel like you need to jump, you can jump. Go whatever you go, because we're gonna have a real marriage here, or no marriage at all. And some of you people are mad at Dr. Tony Evans because 
in his loving way. He's telling you, you need to do it God's way because he, you know why he's telling you this? Because he's seen the damage that has been done. Not necessarily in his own family, but pastoring thousands of people. It does not work. Only the Bible works. Dr. Timothy Clinton, he was all caught up in it. You know, he's a loving pastor's heart, counseling heart kind of God. He's overall counseling in America for Christians. He has seen that that does not work. Disobeying God's word, it doesn't work. Smart people don't do what does not work and keep it going just because the women wanted to keep, want to keep it going. Men, man up. That's all we're saying. And be the man God wants you to be because it's not going to work. It may be rough. You may have some tough times. But let it be. And it's going to end up right and better. Your children will turn out better. So I urge you, my dear friends, to talk with Dr. Tony Evans, all of you white Southern Baptist evangelical Bible folk. What you have been doing is messed up. You have messed up families. You have messed up churches. You have messed up this nation. And you have messed up the world. It all begins in the church. He also, Dr. Tony Evans, also believes that. I didn't tell him that. He's been saying that for years. I can't, I, I'm not even going to try to do what he does. He'll do it for you. Family is messed up. The church is messed up. The church is messed up. The community is messed up. Community is messed up. The nation is messed up. The state is messed up. State is messed up. The nation is messed up. The nation is messed up. The world is messed up. It is our fault. Let's get with it. And admit that. And cut this lying foolishness out. Dr. Stetson trying to keep on with the same old mess. We have messed up in the church. And we're being rebuked and chastised for it. And destroyed by it and dismantled by it. And, you, uh, and he has trusted assistants. He doesn't have that many. Uh, but they can help you. I believe his son Jonathan is in line to take over. And and not Priscilla. We love Priscilla, but glory be to God. And he and Jonathan is going to tell you what his father wants you to know. And I'm sure he has two or three others who can help you. You may not want to talk to them, but they can talk to you. And tell you what you need to know from Dr. Tony Evans. He can't do it all. And uh, you need to stop running him all across the nation in the coronavirus plague. He's, he's healthy. He's already had it and all of that. But uh, he's over 70-something years old. Man, y'all better learn how to Zoom and do stuff live. And he has the money to get the, to have the, he has He's already set up for that. You need to get set up for that. If you're not. And so you can go and you, you know, utilize uh, his trusted assistance. And, and, uh, uh, or else you people are going 
to continue messing up and this country is going to be completely destroyed via World War III or Civil War II. It's all connected, Andy and Otis. I know you can't see it. Most of your pastor friends can't see it. They say, why are you talking about World War III and Civil War II in connection to your preaching against homosexuality? You know, I, 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 can't, I don't have time to explain that to you. Dr. Tony Evans can explain it to you better. And the end result of the abomination of homosexuality, which will be the same fate or worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. And I never thought I would say this in my life. But America is far worse than Sodom and Gomorrah because we have exported and have threatened countries who did not want to do it by taking away their funding. That's what Obama did. He threatened African countries that I'll take away your money that we give you if you don't uh, change your laws regarding homosexuality. The devil is a lie. I never thought that I would say America's worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. We are in deep, deep trouble. I doubt very seriously if Lot or any of those other people thought about sexual, or rather thought about homosexual marriage. But we have. Now it is enshrined in law. You say, well, preacher, I heard the other day, because of Roe versus Wade, uh, this may uh, cause homosexual marriage and homosexuality to be uh, reversed. Aren't you excited? No, I'm not because it should have never happened in the first place and the church could have stopped it. God knows it. The church could have stopped this foolishness and, uh, and I, I am not going to be fighting with you to get it reversed. I hope it gets reversed. But uh, it should have never happened. If you had taken the warnings of God and, and you walked with God and you obeyed in the church the great commandment and the great commission, this would have never happened. So as I close this series out tonight, you can still hear from me by reading bcnn1.com, blackchristiannews.com, uh, as long as I own it, and uh, by the grace of God, I will continue to preach God's word for as long as he wants me to. And to some of you people who follow Andy Stanley and Otis Moss III and others, these people are still, I don't know how much money they were paid, I don't know what kind of demon possesses them, but they are still hell-bent on continuing this demonic foolishness that has destroyed this country already and is continuing to destroy this country even more so. Even though Dr. Tony Evans is in pretty good health right now, you people need to set up a system where you can communicate with him via Zoom or some other communication company and not have him traveling everywhere. And you do not need to do anything 
without him telling you what to do. For example, if he tells you not to get gung-ho about fighting Mickey Mouse all of a sudden and get all caught up in politics again, following some hippie song leader to the gates of Mickey Mouse, please don't do that. And he's going to tell you the same thing. You're going to look very stupid. And one of the reasons why you're going to look very stupid is because you did not obey God and obey his great commandment and his great commission, but you obey politicians to go and put out signs in your yard and pass out pamphlets and knock on doors for a wicked, evil, lying politician thinking that you're, uh, uh, you're going to get done through them what you could have gotten done by the power of God, by doing what God told you to do. You don't need to do that. I'm not mad at the long-haired uh, hippie song leader. He's doing what he's doing something, but you don't need to be doing that. And so when he tells you, don't get all gung ho about fighting Mickey Mouse and Disney, and don't get all caught up in politics again, then don't get gung ho about fighting Mickey Mouse behind a long-haired hippie song leader. Praise leader. Come on, man. You preachers, you know better than that. We don't follow no no song leader. No, no. I'm not mad at the song leader and the praise uh, praise team. You know, but we don't follow you. You you follow us. You preachers don't need to be following no long-haired hippie uh, 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 praise leader, praise team leader, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, <laughs> come on man. And don't get up in politics, because you, you, look what you're doing. You're getting all geared up right now. The Southern Baptist Convention is in a mess, and many of the people getting all geared up for the politics showdown in November. You're out, passing out flyers and placards, and won't pass out a track for Jesus. You won't put a sign in your yard for Jesus. See, this, this is the problem. This is how we got in the mess we're in today. And by the way, how have the past presidents helped you? Republicans and Democrats, have they helped you? Have they been successful for you? Hmm? <clears throat> and don't, get, don't, don't tell me about Roe versus Wade and all of that. For, 50 years almost? 40 years? Whatever it's been? It should have been shut down. It should have never happened. Nearly 100 million children, unborn children, have died. It should have never happened in the first place. The power is not in politics, my dear friends, as I've been telling you for years, and as Dr. Tony Evans has tried to tell you people for 50 years, the power is in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, my beloved. We should not even be in this position in the first place. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about trying to get out of something. We shouldn't we should have never been in it. We should not be in this mess. We failed God. We this is what you need to admit. All you preachers, Southern Baptist preaching, the mess you're in right now, you, you need to admit here's what you need to say. You don't want to say because you're too proud. We have failed God, we have failed Jesus, we have failed the church, we have failed the family, and we have failed this nation, and we have failed the world. Now, unless you get with that right there with God, you're not going far with God. 
So we love all people, including homosexuals. But what God wanted us to do as the church was to keep the homosexuals and their LGBTQ plus legions of demons in the closet. And the church, being the salt of the world, could have easily done it. We did it for hundreds of years. And we did not have this clowning foolishness and mess we have right now that the government can't deal with, won't deal with, and the poor secular people, the irreligious, they don't even know what is going on. They cannot believe this. And they foolishly think the power is in politics. And it's not. Is in the church. And the church does not have any power now. Don't even have any authority to tell people what the deal is. And so as I have been telling you for years, this is the case. But you did not listen to me. If you don't do what I'm telling you now, you still need to be concerned about World War III. <clears throat> But you will have Civil War II on your hands as well. And here's what I, my last statement to you is the same statement that the prophet Samuel said. God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're with us tonight, and you are not saved by faith in Christ. You do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for your soul's salvation from the power of sin, the pain of sin, and the punishment of sin. First, accept the fact, dear friend, that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin, a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. That includes abominations. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die because of your sins from this beautiful, glorious ball called earth hanging on nothing but his power, he will allow you to go to hell because of your sins. You must understand that because you know that you're going to die. The Bible says it is appointed on the men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So you know that you're going to die. You've seen other people die. You've heard about other people dying. You read about people dying in the paper. So you're going to die too. What's... Uh, most important for you to take care of here is that you don't die and go to hell. But you do need to understand, thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43-48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed 
than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. This is the end result of sitting against God and not believing in Jesus Christ and not repenting. Jesus Christ, who preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible, said, Where there one dieth not. And I'm preaching to church members. I'm preaching to my own family members who are religious and who are serving right now. In fact, it's sad to say I'm preaching more now to church members than people who are so-called irreligious. And the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off, Jesus Christ said. It is better for thee to enter hall into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, plug it out, Jesus said. In other words, if your eye causes you to sin against God and lust after women and lust your heart out at pornography, it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. So in other words, hell is a real place. Hell is a bad place. Hell is a sad place. Hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you. The good news is you do not have to go to hell because Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin Mary, who never sinned in word, thought, or deed, who proved to be God because he walked on the water that he made, uh, he told the wind to be quiet, and the seed to sit down in a storm because he made the storm, he made the wind, he made the rain. And so when he said, Peace be still, they obeyed him. He went to the tomb of Lazarus and raised him from the dead just by the power of his voice. He broke up other funerals as well by raising the dead. He healed the sick. He forgave sins. And said, He who is without sin cast the first stone. No man spake like him. He gave sight to the blind. Hearing to the deaf. And speech to the dumb as we used to call them. He is 100% God, 100% man. His name is Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him, you need to get to know him and you need to believe in him for your soul's salvation. Because he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Believe in him today. For he said, For God so loved the world, he said the most important words in the history of the world, in the history of mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life.
just believe in your heart, dear friend, that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. To be with the Lord. So dear friend, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. And he will save your soul. Believe in him today. And let's call on his name for Romans 10.9 makes it very clear that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. I'm talking to church members too. Some of you who are faithful at the church. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's call on his name right now and let's pray the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, if you're ready to do that. God is not going to force you and I cannot force you. It's up to you. Follow me in prayer if you want to be saved right now. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting in my heart after people and things. Dishonoring and disobeying my parents. Dishonoring you by taking your holy name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As right now, I believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. To save my soul from hell, which I deserve, and to save my soul to heaven. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. 
and help me to repent of my sins and help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life Lord Jesus Christ for it is in your holy name I pray Amen Now dear friend of mine if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior, Please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you by the grace of God. And may God bless you real good is my prayer. Some of you will be glad to know that that series is over. Let's all stand for our closing prayer as we get ready to sing and listen to that beautiful old song, uh, I'll Fly Away. Let's pray. Holy Father God, in heaven I praise you and I thank you for what you have done here tonight. Thank you for helping me to preach that difficult message, painful message. And uh, to, of course, preach the gospel, which is not painful. It's only painful to the devil. And Lord, I pray once again that your people would confess their sins, admit that we are wrong, and repent of their sins. And we pray for many in the church to come to know your Savior. And Lord, I do pray that you will open up a door for me uh, to leave the country that I love. And um, because of the position that you have Uh, the position that I'm in. Let your will be done. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. And for his sake, amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.